Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. 6.30 Chad and the Edmonton Oilers Hockey Club present the show that is everything Oilers. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Office Equipment Solutions North America wide. Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 6.30 Chad. This is the second hour of Oilers Now. Bob Stoffer joining you from St. Louis. Uh, Miko Koskinen against Jordan Bennington, the goaltending matchup. Joseph Gambardella moved up to the third line. We'll play with Colby Cave and Alex Chase on tonight. Defense remains the same. Ty Ratty in on the fourth line along with Kyle Brodziak. Alberta Golden Bears, Luke Phillip, TSN's Bob McKenzie reporting uh, on the verge of signing a two-year deal with the Calgary Flames organization. He was the Youth Sports Player of the Year. Ian Herbers, uh, who was on the Oilers coaching staff last year, will join us at 135. Jay Woodcroft, who was on the Oilers coaching staff uh, last year uh, down in Bakersfield. Ian, by the way, finished the year 26-2-1 in their final 29 games. Uh, and the uh, three losses they had were against the eventual national champion and twice to Saskatchewan, once in overtime and once in regulation. Uh, and the Bears beat the Huskies four times uh, during uh, that period as well. Jay Woodcroft is 21-2-1 in his last 24 games. He joins us on the River Creek Resort Casino Hotline, 780-496-0063. Second hour of orders now for our friends at Digitex. PCs, copiers, supplies, printers, laptops, IT, plotters, software. Now Digitex can manage your corporate cell phone plan, saving your company money. All your devices manage at digitex.ca. Jay, it's interesting. We got you and Ian on in the same day. You were part of the the same staff last year of Todd McClellan. Uh, Bears came up one bounce short at the University Cup. They were lucky to win last year. I'd argue they were probably unlucky not to win this year. And your team is on a uh, a major, major run of your own here of late. And bombing team, 7 nothing over the weekend. Big win for you there. Yeah, we, uh, we had a really good weekend. Um it was a total team effort. What I really liked about it is we had some guys called up, obviously, that are helping the Oilers make their push. And uh, we have, we're unlucky with a couple injuries right now up front, yet um, our guys found a way. They played hard. They played for each other. They were a true team. 
uh, on Saturday night. They got off to a good start and killed the will of the opponent. And uh, it was nice to see that group win in that way, uh, you know, given the fact that we were we were playing a little bit shorthanded. Uh, I hate to return to the same first player to talk about, but we got to talk about him because he's now third in rookie scoring in the uh, WHL. Uh, he just turned 21. It was an exciting time for Oilers fans with Tyler Benson. And uh, I know I talked to a couple individuals that uh, spent a lot of time down in Bakersfield. And, you know, Benson now has got points in 14 of his last 15 games, 8, 13, and 21 during that stretch. He's one point away from the HL rookie scoring lead. Um, you know, he's he's been banged up. Uh, Jay, but what sort of progression have you seen from Benson uh, during the year, and is this a guy right now that's tracking to, you know, be in the NHL at some point, maybe next season? Well, this is what I would say. I would say that I never get tired talking about this player because uh, of what he brings to the table on a daily basis. He's a true joy to coach, so that's the first thing. The second thing is I do believe he is tracking in the right direction to to become an NHL hockey player. When that is, will be up to him um, and the organization when they decide. Uh, but he is tracking in the, in the right direction. Um, what I would say about his progress on the year is that he's been, I think he's been an effective player right from the, the beginning of the season. I think he's learned some professional lessons along the way regarding um, puck management decisions regarding uh, board work execution. Um, the offensive side of things has been there right off the bat. He makes plays. He went through a little period where he struggled to finish, but uh, he wasn't worried. The coaching staff wasn't worried because he was getting those opportunities. He shoots uh, the puck a lot. Um, he believes in that. So he's not just a one-dimensional offensive player where all he does is look to make plays. He shoots and is looking to score. He's been hot of late uh, with putting the puck in the net. Um, I can't say enough about this young guy. I think he's professional. I think he's serious. And, um, you know, he's, he's been a huge reason why the team is where the team is at right now. And one thing I haven't talked a lot about with him or Marodi or – uh, Yamal when he's in, or even Josh Curry when he's in. Uh, towards the beginning of the season, we had the line of uh, Curry, or sorry, excuse me, um, we had the line of Gambardella, Russell, and Malone together, and they would do a lot of the heavy lifting against some of uh, the other team's best players and whatnot, and play the full 200 feet. And, and uh, Cooper and, and Benny would, you know, see the the next level of of check and the next level of detouring. Now, I think it, 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 it's the other way around. I think um, Cooper's line, because of their success and uh, the offensive numbers they're putting up, they're seeing the top check, they're seeing the top detouring. Uh, there's a lot of attention paid to them, and uh, they've done an excellent job of handling that attention. And um, like I said, I can't say enough about uh, Tyler as a player or that line as a whole. Can he be an impactful NHLer? I believe so. I don't see there's why there would be any reason why not. Um, I think he 
you know, there's there's still work to do with him. He's as you mentioned, he just turned 21 years old. He's developing on a daily basis. I think there's a there is a step uh, for American Hockey League skill players uh, when they get up to the National Hockey League to learn how to produce. I think he's learning lessons um, and establishing a foundation to his game in a man's league down here right now. Ultimately, uh, he's going to have to take that test at some point, but I think he's doing all the work he can to prepare himself for that test so that when he does take it, that he's, uh, you know, he, he's preparing to succeed, not, not to just go up for a cup of coffee. All right. Uh, we're joined by... Jay Woodcroft, the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, they lead the way in the Pacific Division. Of course, they've had a tremendous 24-game run here where they've gone 21-2-1. Suddenly producing offense at a rate that maybe we thought he might be capable of is Ethan Bear. We've talked a lot about Caleb Jones and William Lagason this year. Bear had a big week for you as well. Uh, just a thought, is he really rounding in a form now that he's 100% healthy? I think so. I think... Um... It's been a it's been a year where it's almost almost been starts and stops to his season just based on uh, the injuries he had. He took an injury late in the month of October. Uh, he got playing towards uh, mid to end of November. It took him a while to get up to where he wanted to be. He really started to come in December. To me, he was one of our top D men uh, going through the All Star break. He was playing his best hockey of the season. He got hurt. Um, missed a little bit of time, came back, got hurt again, and now it's starting to really round into form. I thought Saturday night was probably his best game of the season. And it had it wasn't just him scoring or, or making a good first half. It, it was his entire game. He looked like a man on, on a mission um, the other night and was a real solid um, defender, a real solid puck mover for us. We need him. Uh, to continue to take that step if, if we're to make any noise come the month of April. You see, you've got these three young defense prospects, William Legison along with uh, Caleb Jones and Ethan Bear. How important have the veterans, Ryan Stanton and Keegan Lowe, been to their progression? Just because it's been my belief, Jay, that you need at least two AHL vets on defense to help transition, you know, and by vets, I mean guys that have played north of whatever the cutoff is. What is it, 360 pro games, 350 pro games? Uh, I just think it makes a huge difference having guys uh, like Lowe and like Stanton down there to help out. I I agree. I think uh, they're your standard bearers uh, for the team. And so let's take them one at a time. First of all, Keegan Lowe, his leadership is off the charts. He is uh, having a career year point for assist-wise. He's a plus hockey player. He does most of the heavy lifting on our penalty kill, which has been uh, very good this season. He does a lot of the work that um, the public might not see, but his teammates and the coaching staff really really appreciate it. Ryan Stanton has had a uh, great season for us, a bounce-back season for him. Personally, he's at five goals, 14 assists. He's plus 20, which is excellent. And I think he's another one of those guys that takes heavy minutes on the penalty kill. I think they're both team-first individuals, both um, excellent 
examples for our young players to follow. And for those young D-men to have these uh, mid-20-year-olds um, being able to say the right things, being able to do it on a daily basis, they don't just say it, they do it every single day. And it's a fantastic example for these young men to follow, uh, these young first- and second-year players. They've been um, serious. They've been um, welcoming. They are guys that, uh, like I said, they're the standard bearers for what we got going on down here. And we would not be where we're at, and those young D-men would not be where they're at had they not had this leadership and this help um, from Stephen and from mine. It's our belief down here that our team is, is – uh, a team whose whole is greater than the sum of its parts. And we believe that um, when the team does well, everybody does well. That kind of rising tide floats all boats theory. And when our team is strong and it has strong leadership, like those two guys that you mentioned, everybody benefits. And I, I think uh, the results are, are obvious on that. Uh, I noticed you didn't have Patrick Russell nor Kyler Yamamoto in the lineup on the weekend. Uh maybe give us the schedule moving forward for your team and whether or not you expect to have either of those two players back. Well, um, let's start with Patrick Russell. Patrick Russell uh, got dinged up on the Wednesday game against San Diego. He was held out for precautionary reasons. He's probably out uh, for the next little bit, but nothing serious or long-term for him, which is great news uh, for us. Kyler uh, has been working uh, to get get back in the lineup. We expect him uh, to be, uh, if he continues to have next couple days of good practices, to be ready for the weekend. Um, that goes back to the the game earlier in the month on the 8th of, 8th of March where he got uh, dinged up a little bit in Stockton and we've held him out for precautionary reasons, but he's been practicing every day and uh, it's feeling, feeling pretty good and we expect him to play this weekend if he's healthy. And the schedule this weekend? This weekend, it's uh, it's actually a little bit of a rest week for us. We play Ontario again in Ontario on Friday. Um, really trying to use this week as a development week uh, with different types of practices, position-specific practices, and um, you know making the most of the resources that we do have down here. David Pelchier, our skating coach, is here, and uh, we're doing a lot of individual skill work with the players. It's been a good week. Great stuff. Thanks for your time, Jay. Appreciate it, Bob. Have a good day. You bet. That's Jay Woodcroft. Uh, he is the head coach of the Bakersfield Condors, leading the way in the Pacific Division of the American Hockey League. You can text us at 630-630 on the Heartland Ford text line. Not your small-town dealership with a new, huge, state-of-the-art facility. Experience the difference of Heartland Ford out in Fort Saskatchewan. And guests on the show receive gift cards to Japanese Village. Steak and seafood cooked right at your table. Japanese Village, Edmonton South, Downtown, Northside, and Sherwood Park. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When we come back in Oilers Now, we'll hook up with the Edmonton Oilers' Zach Cassian. This is Oilers Now. This is Oscar Clefbaum from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Shed. Brendan Escott stepping in here. Bob just uh, fielded a little personal business. 124 here in Edmonton, and uh, as promised, Bob did have a chance to sit down one-on-one with uh, Edmonton Oilers forward Zach Cassian. He's been on a tear of late, uh, dating back, you know, pretty reasonable stretch of hockey now. He turned over a new leaf in the second half of this season. He's skating alongside uh, Connor McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl tonight. Here he is with Bob. Back at her uh, tonight against the St. Louis team. That's uh, they've, they've gone on a good search. You guys came off a tough performance against Vegas. That's first just talk about how's a good hockey team you played the other night and a team that it's going to be challenge for you guys to play when you're playing them on a second of a back-to-back. Yeah, that's sometimes you got to tip your cap. That's uh, the hell of a Vegas team. Obviously, we didn't play as well as we, we wanted to individually and collectively as a group, but uh, we get a chance to redeem ourselves here tonight against a good team to this team, and like you said, they're they're playing well, so it's a good test for us again. Can you, uh, I mean, this, you're, you're gonna, it looks, appears like you're going to start again playing a line with uh, Connor and Leon. When you think of where you were when you got traded to Edmonton, to think three and a half years later, you know, you're playing with two of the top five scores of the entire National Hockey League. It's got to be a pretty good feeling to think of how far you've personally come as a player and, uh, and even how far you've come this season. Yeah, I think when I first got picked up, I thought I could have contributed a little bit more, but I was given a role to to be a checker, which uh, I embraced, and I I think I got really good at, and I have no problem doing that whatsoever. But obviously, when you get the nod to play with these two type of players, it's pretty pretty cool. It's pretty fun. Um, you obviously got to take advantage of the opportunity because obviously it's they can slot a lot of players in to play with them, and, and they can find success. So um, obviously, we didn't have the game we wanted last night. We have to get back. To to the drawing board, I have to start hunting pucks a little bit more and more physical, um, and, and and just be the the dog on the bone on that line. Have you? How much of it was you know? Taught, I mean, you're probably the guy that's benefited the most from Hitch coming in as the coach. And I, hey, Todd, Todd's a good coach. He's had a good record wherever he's been. But what did you have to do? Uh, you know, did you ever lose belief that you could contribute in a top six role, or did you always think, given the opportunity, that you could be effective in that role? Because you have been quite effective in that role. That's part of the reason why you're still here. Oh. I always knew I could be effective. I, I, I want to win when there's a good team. I, I know we're probably not situated where we are, but um, I know and I feel and um, I've proved over, not maybe with the Oilers, but in past teams that I can play a top nine role and be successful and get my, my 10 to 15 goals and um, help the team in that way, obviously. And um, like you said, when Hitch came in, he gave me a little more opportunity and um, I just have to keep improving, keep, uh, keep doing 
doing what I'm doing to show I can show I can play in in a top nine role and, and continue to get better. It's you're in your pro career. People always used to tell me never to to, to be satisfied, and it's it's a true fact. You, you you go in each summer and you work hard. You work hard. You don't just because you're on the fourth line doesn't mean you stop trying to make plays in the summer. You always try to build your game as best as possible. And, uh, I've been doing that, and I've uh, been given the opportunity, and I've kind of uh, ran away with it a little bit. Do you ever get yourself on the ice watching Connor or watching Leon at times? Like just going, wow. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, yeah, definitely, and it's not a good thing. You you got to be on your toes when you're playing with those guys. Obviously, you want to give them the puck as much as possible. Um, you're always trying to make plays to get the puck to them, but sometimes you, the right play is just to get it in behind them and, and hound the puck for them. And um, they're so good with the puck, but uh, when you don't have it, you want to get it back as fast as you can to them, and, and then that's when normally you find success. That was Bob in conversation with Oilers forward Zach Cassian. Creeping up on 128 here in Edmonton, it is the Oilers and St. Louis Blues live tonight from the Enterprise Centre down in St. Louis. 4.30 face-off show on 6.30. Chad, the puck drops at 6 o'clock. Bob will be back on the other side of the news break. He will be in conversation with head coach of the University of Alberta Golden Bears, Ian Herbers, but not before a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.